0: or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Hello there, and welcome to the Cultivating Her Space podcast, live Her Space chat on Spotify Greenroom. I'm Terry Lomax, a speaker, author, brand strategist, and one half of the Cultivating Her Space podcast, which has new episodes every single Friday and bonus video content for each episode on Patreon every Thursday night. You can find us on most platforms where podcasts are played. And if you listen on Spotify, you can get our exclusive after show in app every week. Now, if you'd like to start your own podcast and you're interested in making multiple streams of income and you need a little bit of guidance, you can join me for my free podcasting masterclass at podcastwithterry.com. Now, if you're tuning in live, I see we have some live folks here. If you're tuning in live, be sure to click the area below Ask to Speak and drop a heart in the discussion tab to let us know that you are ready for the conversation. And if you're catching the replay of this conversation, don't be shy. Join us every Friday live at 1.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Green Room for this conversation. All right, I'm going to pass it on over to my co-host now.
0: Hello, hello. I am Dr. Dom, the other half of this amazing Cultivating Her Space podcast. I am a licensed psychologist and college professor. For those of you in the California area who are looking for a new therapy provider, do not hesitate to reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That is D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E. B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com and sign up for your free 15-minute consultation. So now, a few housekeeping tips for us to go over before we dive into this amazing conversation today. So while, of course, we always want to hear from you, this is a live show And we want to prioritize the listening experience of you and the rest of our audience. So we have some housekeeping tips to make sure that this remains the best experience for all of us involved. In this particular room, we ask that you refrain from self-promoting and instead offer value and let folks connect with you organically. Remember the phrase, givers gain. And then we want to also point out that while Terry and I will lead the conversation, when we open the stage for discussion, meaning through our discussion tab for those of us who are joining us live, make sure that that is the space that you utilize to share your thoughts, answer or Answer questions from others, ask us any questions that you might have. And remember, if you are with us live, this is a great opportunity for you to engage with us in the moment. So don't hesitate to join us every Friday at 1 30 p.m. Pacific to engage in exciting, juicy conversations with Terry and I. So, T, are we ready? Mm -hmm.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: All right. So our quote of the day for our topic of seven ways of becoming a better partner. In order to maintain a positive and secure relationship and to become a better partner, one should focus on becoming a better person. And this quote comes to us. From Shamira Howard Blackburn, who is a sex and relationship therapist. All right, T.
1: I have a question for you, John, and for anyone listening, okay? So I don't know about you, but I want want us all to think about the people in our lives, right? The relationships that we are privy to. We're not going to put anyone on blast today, but I just want you to think about it in the privacy of your mind. And when you think about the folks that are having... You know, potential relationship issues or the relationships that maybe aren't going so well, what are some of the common traits that you think of? Because a few things come to mind for me, and I know we're going to talk about ways to become a better partner, but I feel like there are themes that I notice across the relationships that are on rocky ground or that aren't doing very well. And I would love to know, as you listen to this, what comes to mind for you when you think about those relationships? I mean, we see it in the news too, right? In media, you see people getting divorced after all this time. And I think about one of our guests that we had on the show, uh Kenya, I believe, Kenya yes. Stevens. Is mm-hmm. that Kenya's mm-hmm. last name? Okay, Kenya Stevens. And I think about just what I see on her page and how happy and fulfilling her relationships appear to be. And it just makes me think like, hmm, very interesting. There are some folks that are monogamous that I believe are happy, the folks that I know of, but there are others that I see are struggling. So, when I think about some of the common traits that I see, I would say that communication yes. is one, the lack of communication. Also, yes. another one, when one person is doing the work and the other person may not be doing any work. And when I say the work, I mean like the personal work on oneself. So, when you are self aware, you may be doing your inner child work and the other person is like, what in your child work? What are you talking about? I right. find that there's a conflict. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: I think communication is key, right? Yeah, yeah. And if, and, I, and the thing about communication is that it permeates every aspect of your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And not just a relationship with your romantic or intimate partner, but any relationship that you might have. And so for me, hands down, it's all about communication. And I recognize that a lot of us have to be taught how to communicate because communication is not well, I tell you what I want and what I need and that's it, right? Communication is Is not about putting standards out there and expecting the other person to meet them. And then when they don't, you say, Well, I told you what I wanted. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Communication is about listening as well as, as much as it is about sharing and speaking up. And, and stating what your needs are. Right. But I think within that, some of us, you know, within relationships might not know what it is that we need. And we don't know how to come. So then we don't know how to communicate it, but mm-hmm. we our bodies are having a reaction to things that are happening. And we haven't quite yet found the words to identify and then share.
1: Yep, I would agree with that. I think that's really good spot on. Communi- it all boils down to communication. Yes. and a lot of times it's yes. not what you say, but how you say it. I have had a lot that part one, too. The hard way yes. over the years. Okay, because I have taken. Oh my gosh, I I used to be a very bad communicator, and didn't really know how to process emotions and communicate effectively and tactfully and communicate with the intention of you know, understanding and building versus yes. tearing someone down, right? Yes. So that's that's definitely a good one. Um, I see Angel in the chat says, communication is probably the most important thing in any relationship. Learn that from past relationship experiences the hard way. Totally feel you, Angel. I get it. I mean, many of us do. Hey, B, we have B here tuning in. We have Ashley, we have Mel. I mean, that's spot on communication, right? Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that might stand out. If anything else comes to mind, I will definitely share it. But yeah. I have
0: yeah. one. I would say finances.
1: Ooh, finances.
0: And I mean, obviously communication is a part of finances as well, because you have to communicate. You have to talk about the finances, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, right, like, right. like we said, communication is number one. It's the
1: umbrella. Mm-hmm. Is the
0: um but finances falls under that when yeah. people cannot agree on finances. Yeah. So and that looks different for different folks, right? Some people's situation around finances might be that one partner is making significantly more than the other, and that causes problems. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, what causes problems is how they communicate about budgeting and spending, right? Because people may have different values around their finances, right? So you may have one partner who says, I value taking vacations. And so part of our budget needs to be us being able to take trips. And another partner might say, but I don't I don't like spending so much money on traveling. Yes, I like to travel, mm-hmm. but we don't have to stay at a five star hotel. We could stay at the three star and I'll be OK with that. hmm. And that's a simplified version of some of the financial conversations and difficulties that folks might encounter. But finances is definitely a huge issue in a lot of relationships.
1: Well, that's that's a fact. And we might as well just add on the other one because we already know what comes after finances when it comes to communication and relationship issues. And that's sex, okay?
0: Exactly. So-
1: you, you can have so many different areas where you may not be sexually compatible. So whether someone wants it all the time, someone doesn't want it at all, someone likes vanilla sex, somebody needs a freak-a-leak. I mean, you got all kinds There's a of lot. things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, right? And so when we think about the seven ways to become a better partner, we aren't necessarily relationship experts. I mean, Dom is, def- Dom is a therapist, for sure. So Dom can give you all some tips From her experience and from, you know, the work that she's done with clients and whatnot. But we came up with these in one of our previous episodes based on our life experience, right? Right. And also based on our partnership. Because although Dom and I are not intimate partners, we are partners. We co-own the podcast. And so we have to, I mean, y'all see this chemistry? Like this doesn't happen by accident, right? Yes. We we make this work together. So as far as the seven ways to become a better partner, the first one is to have a solid sense of self. So knowing who you are and where you're going. And I find that it's so important because just my personal philosophy, Dom, is like I think that I think that we should all aim to be like madly in love with ourselves and to like ourselves and to just know who we are outside of anyone else. Because I find that what I've seen in my experience is that sometimes when we put our being and who we are in other people, whether it's our spouse, our children, other loved ones, it's so fickle because they have their own paths and their own journeys. And sometimes, when mm-hmm. something may you know happen with that individual, then it, it puts you on like rocky ground if you don't have a solid sense of who you are outside of the roles that you play. And so, I think that at the like at the core, our relationship, any relationship that we ha- that we have, should begin with ourselves and like who we are and who we want to show up and be in the world.
0: Exactly, because if you don't if you don't love yourself. And know how to love you, then how can you expect other people to know how to love you, right? So it's not a given. It's not automatic. There are things that we may need as people, as an individual, that we have to communicate to those around us so that we can all, you know, get along and be at peace. But if you don't love yourself, if you don't know yourself and what your needs are, then how can you communicate that to anyone else? So go ahead.
1: I do want to I do want to add. I just saw the comments and B said comprehension. And so I had to add that as like a little bullet point under communication. You can be talking that talk, but if someone's not understanding, they're not comprehending Mm -hmm. what you're saying. You're going to continue to miss one another. So thank you for pointing that out, B. Yes, you can communicate, but if you are not comprehending what's being communicated, then it's like, what's the point, right? So you've got, you got to be able to yeah. comprehend. you got to feel what they're what they what they're talking about.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, that's a good yeah. point. And, and within that r- requires clarification, too, if you aren't comprehending.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because right? we don't
0: want to make assumptions. Yes. So then tip number two. Around becoming a better partner, becoming your best self, is to heal from any trauma or past experiences that may have had an adverse impact on you. This is what we call that sometimes people refer to as baggage, right? Mm -hmm. And the reality is that all of us have baggage, all of us have those things that make us who we are, but in order to be the best partner we can be requires us to heal those things to the best of our ability, right? I want to be clear that we, we can do the work and then there may be something years down the line that activates us and that we didn't even realize was a thing. Like we thought, Oh, I've done all my work. I've been in therapy. I have been meditating and I've been praying and I've been doing all the things. And I thought I was healed. And then, fast forward 10 years, and then this something happens that reignites all that trauma. And then I have to step back and say, oh, wait, maybe there's still some, maybe there's new work to do, right? Mm-hmm. But the key is, is that you want to do the work in the first place, right? So we can't prevent what's going to show up 10 years from now.
1: Yeah. Yes. And there's always going to be new work. There's always going to be new work in this journey of life. So that is so true. And I find that when you do heal that trauma and, and whatever experiences you might have from the past that are causing, you know, adverse, that's causing an adverse impact on you, I find that it eliminates or prevents you from making someone pay for something that they didn't do. So I think that's really important for us to all look to heal and do our work. The next one, we've talked about communication, but we think that learning to communicate honestly, openly, and clearly. So my best practice is like no name calling, right? Know what you want and how you want it and have self-respect. And we're going to add into that knowing when to apologize. That was something that used to be hard for me. That was very hard for me in the beginning. It's like learning to apologize, but it's necessary, right? Because we're not perfect. We all have our stuff.
0: Couldn't have said it better. Could not have said it better. All right. So then what comes along with being a good communicator is also being a good listener. And what that means is with your partner, And again, this is not necessarily just your intimate partner or romantic partner. These are other people in your life too. You take an interest in this person's goals, dreams, desires, who they are, what they like, right? Now, I do want to clarify that this does not mean that you are a mind reader, okay? Because I know a lot of times, What we expect from our partners is that, well, if you were really listening to me, then you would know that this thing would have made me upset. It is not your partner's responsibility to predict how you will respond, right? We may have a sense of how you're going to respond. But it is not our responsibility to be a mind reader and a fortune teller, right? And so with this skill of listening, what it really means is being attuned to what your partner's wishes, wants, and desires are. And knowing that there may be clarification that needs to be had, right? So let's say that your partner loves ice cream. Okay, so I just want to kind of give us an example so we know what this means when it says, when we say listen, but you're not a mind reader. Okay, so you know that your partner loves ice cream, but they haven't specified a, a favorite flavor, and you are in. You're, you're out running errands and you come across this new boutique ice cream shop. The mind reader would say, well, I'm just going to pick up any flavor and my partner's going to like it, right? Mm-hmm. Oof. The good communicator, if you are uncertain about what flavor, then you pick up the phone and you call your partner and say, hey, babe. I'm at this new ice cream shop. Here's some of the flavors. What would you like for me to bring home? And that's the difference between being a good listener and being a mind reader.
1: It's a great example. Please don't ever just get me any old kind of ice cream. Please double check and let me know what you're thinking. (laughs) And that takes us on to number five, which is show. Don't tell offer compliments and learn their love language and here's the, here's a kicker coming close for this one, y'all coming close for this one. Instead of doing what you'd want someone to do for you, do what they would appreciate. All right. Oh my goodness. That is like so key. That was a game changer for me. It's like, it's not about doing what you, you want someone to do for you. It's about what is your partner's love language? What is their preference? What kind of ice cream do they want? Not what you want. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. The other piece of that is knowing that changed behavior is the best apology. So if you are wanting to make up for something that you've done, then changing the behavior. Stop going to the ice cream store and picking up what you assume I like and then getting mad when I say I don't like it. All right. You go to the ice cream store and you call to check in on what flavor I would like. That is how you show. That you are listening. To your partner. That also is part of tip number six of being considerate. Right, if you have made this attempt to go to the ice cream store multiple times and every time you come back, your partner is like, "I didn't like that flavor, that didn't work for me, and you're like but but you said you like ice cream and i'm trying to I'm trying to be considerate here. No step back and utilize the other tips of listening and communicating and know that. What your partner is trying to tell you is that while they appreciate the effort of going to the store to get the ice cream, here is what they would like for you to get while while you're there. Right. And then the reverse of that, if you are the partner who's receiving the ice cream, how you show consideration is and good communication skills is you thank your partner for thinking of you. By going with them going to the ice cream shop and then then you ask if they could call you when they're there or you tell them what are the flavors that you prefer. But really part of that consideration is really just acknowledging the effort that they put in.
1: and that takes us to our last tip here which is tip number 7 accept your partner for who they are one of right one of my uh, professors years ago in undergrad he was in an intimate relationships it was an intimate relationships class and one thing he said was don't try to change people you know like you can you can push someone and encourage them to be their best selves but if someone's quirky or they like a certain style like don't try to change someone you know we're all unique and we all have our own idiosyncrasies. I know I do for sure. Uh, And so what I do want to say is this is a nice little intimate setting that we have. Whether you're catching the replay or tuning in live, this is a nice little intimate setting that we have. And not everyone's going to listen to this. So what I want you to do, if you are enjoying the conversation that we've had today, go to our Instagram at Herspace podcast and drop a green circle. You don't have to add a comment, just drop a green circle so that we know that you tuned into this and like we'll be, it'll be like an insider with all of us, right? It's us communicating to let us know like we enjoyed that episode, we tuned in. So be sure to drop that green circle and I'm going to hand it over to Dom to cover our recap and next steps.
0: Yes. So the other thing I want us to, to leave us with is to ask yourself what are you doing to be a good partner? Okay. Again, that's what are you doing to be a good partner? Thank you so much for tuning in to the live conversation, whether you are catching the replay or you are tuning in live with us. So we appreciate you for being here. Thank you for those folks who were engaging with us in the discussion. And you can find the replay of this live episode in Green Room on the Cultivating Her Space podcast next Monday. And you can find us here, same time, same place, next Friday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific, 4.30 p.m. Eastern.